Hey guys, I'm Taylor. And I'm Erica. And we're your hosts for Finding the Family. Finding the Family is a podcast that we decided to create to be a resource to you and to others and even ourselves about how to disciple as a family. We brought in ministry leaders and professionals, and we wanted to have conversations about how we can find our family identity in Christ. This week, we're joined with one of our friends, Nichelle Harrison, to talk about the unexpected that come along with reaching a generation to change a generation. So stay tuned. everybody. Thanks for joining us today. We're here with Nichelle Harrison. Nichelle, thanks for being here with us I'm today. Back. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's been a long time. Nichelle used to be a former staff member here at Life Church. Yeah, and for yeah. almost so, 10 years. That's crazy. crazy. And yeah. yeah it's it's so which weird. I was going to say, most people will probably know you, yeah. know your story, but for those who don't, that's how we kind of wanted to start today. So if you yeah. can just tell us your story, um, because it is unique, yeah. about motherhood and mm-hmm. just kind of from the beginning, how how that all came to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my journey to parenthood, uh, my, me and Josh's, uh, my husband's journey to parenthood was, uh, yeah, challenging. (laughs) It was very long, uh, much longer than we anticipated, but, oh, so well worth the wait. Um, Gosh, I don't even remember the years anymore because it, it's now that we are on this side of parenthood, like, not that the things leading up to us becoming parents were not important, but some of those details, you know, just aren't as mm, concrete, mm-hmm. but, yeah. um, you know, kind of condensed version, um, after a year and a half of trying, uh, to, um, get pregnant and just hitting wall after wall and no answers whatsoever as to why we were unable to conceive, um, we just spent the the month of January 2018 uh, dedicated to the Lord of like praying and like giving it to him and saying, Lord, if if this is your will, like let this be the month that we are pregnant. And if not, we are going to completely turn our attention towards adoption. Mm-hmm. At that point, we had had the discussion. We had talked to um, others who have adopted. Um, we had talked to an, another adult adoptee. Um, and it felt like it was something that the Lord was really putting on my heart specifically and eventually opened that up to Josh's heart as well. Um, and so at the end of January, found out that I was not pregnant. And um, that same day uh, that I found out we were not pregnant, we received a welcome pack packet from the agency that we adopted from, wow. which just felt like this confirmation of like, this is what I have for you. Um, and so because it happened, like just there was just so many little God moments along the way that was like, this is a journey that I have for you. Um we felt like it was going to be this quick thing then. (laughs) And like within our agency, they give you like timelines of like, you know, the average family waits six to 18 months and we're getting (laughs) on like month 30. And I mean, it just was like, Oh, so yeah, 30 months, 30 months. Wow. Wow. Um, and just, yeah. So fascinating. Cause 
when we got the call then it just was like it didn't matter like oh man it yeah it was the the monday before thanksgiving of 2020 um that we got the phone call that there was uh, a couple that was interested in us um we emailed with them back and forth and it was like yeah it was just like here and that's when it like everything became like so real and i feel like that's when like parenthood like felt like more than just an idea like it was in front of us but at the same time this was still someone else's child Mm -hmm. like which has been the i feel like an interesting part of our journey is like i am not I'm not his only mother. Like mm-hmm. he, he has another mother. He has another father and we love them so much. Yeah. Um, and we are so grateful and honored that they would allow us to have such an important role in Judah's life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when we got to the hospital, like it was really important to me that I didn't call him like our son because as much as I wanted to and like cling to him, like it was this weird tension of like, this is one of the happiest days of my life and probably one of the hardest days of yours, mm-hmm. right. um, his, his first parents. And that just tension is weird. And I wanted to allow space to love her well. So if she did choose to parent and change mm-hmm. her mind, that she felt like she could do so yeah. because I never wanted her to regret um, the decision that she was making, um, because I knew that long-term that wasn't going to be good for Judah. It wasn't going to be good for our relationship. Like it just, you know, and so, but once, um, they were able to be discharged a little bit sooner than Judah was. Mm -hmm. Um, and so once that happened, it felt like we could then start to really, claim like this is our son um and then you know a few days later we actually then went before a judge and um we were able to um have the parental rights signed over to us so he still was not like officially a harrison um until like six months later just because of how the state that he was adopted from works and each day is different and it's confusing (laughs) and it's a lot and you know (laughs) doesn't matter um but we spent our first two weeks of parenthood just like the three of us in a hotel room during christmas (laughs) and it was like it was, um, Josh had a different experience than I did. <laughs> I look back at it and like with such fond memories of like us just like growing together. You yeah. know, this is something we long for for so long. And we got to just like savor it, like the uh-huh. three of us before bringing other people in on it. Right. And um, yeah. so for Josh him, was calls it, it like, purgatory. Yeah. Was, that hotel room was, was purgatory hey, for listen, him. Okay. Josh is onto something here because when, when for both of our kids, uh-huh. I said that hospital was prison. Oh, yes. And I, I mean, I understand. Understand this, ladies. If you're listening, don't hate me. <laughs> they were all everybody that walked in that door could care less if I existed. Yeah, they were there for Erica the and baby. Yeah, and so I'm on this like rubber pad of a chair, and I'm like, nothing I can do to help you. <laughs> like I'm not getting you water because the nurse is bringing me that. I, so I literally I took care of you myself. Yeah, like I was I was useless. I went and I got my own food. Yeah, <laughs> I. I took a shower, I think, at one point when I felt kind of bad in front of Eric. Yeah. like, here I am taking care yeah. of myself. But, like, I I can relate to that whole, yeah. it felt weird. But then not to mention, you guys are in a hotel yes. with a newborn baby. Yes. And so that was, like, that was more so, like, Josh, like, for Josh, space is so important. And, mm. like, 
Um, he didn't have his space. Like he just wanted his space. He could, I mean, he, I'm sure goes sometimes like weeks without leaving our house. He's such a homebody, but yeah, being the, the, yeah, hotel was a little more challenging. So, so so going on with that idea. So you enter into parenthood. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. We had yes. three weeks notice. Yeah. I, I, mean, I remember knew, when you left. You guys were just like gone and you were like, hey guys, we're here. I remember here. it. Yeah. You showed the yeah. video of you guys like taking your trip. And yeah. I was just like, it, like even us from the outside, it's like, oh, they, oh my gosh, yeah. this is happening for them. Yeah. And you guys we are didn't waiting. Tell, we didn't tell many people no. that we were matched um, because we, yeah, we didn't want to have to answer a lot of questions if right. they did choose to parent. Like we wanted to hold that closely. And it was such a vulnerable Yeah probably the most vulnerable I've ever felt in my mm-hmm. life because I wanted something so bad, mm-hmm. which it, in some ways like feels kind of gross because I wanted a mother to let go of her, like, oh, you know, know, but I deeply desired parenthood. And at the same time, I also deeply desired for her to make that decision without feeling uh, manipulated or like, right. I, you know, and yeah, like yeah. I just wanted, I wanted it to be, be what it needed to be without anybody else like really it's a kind lot of more like complex than it's made out to be it's not like you just like you sign paperwork you're assigned a kid the kid's yes. born now it's yours and then you go through you know the court system and then they make it official it's yeah that you're like you said there's a real aspect to this to the yes which i think a of lot of people mm-hmm. don't understand and i'm so passionate mm-hmm. about like i am so passionate about loving judah's first family mm-hmm. and Yes. And they have expressed multiple times how loved they feel and not to be demeaned um, because they, you know, his mom has shared that in the past Mm -hmm. that, you know, she's made, has been made um, to feel like she is less than Mm -hmm. and that she has never felt that from me. And that is like, that just like warms my heart because that's my goal. Like, cause she is a child of God as well. She is mm-hmm. a lover of the Lord yeah. and believer. And like, I don't want her to feel anything less than yeah. regardless of whatever decision she made. And, um, and I also want to speak highly of her. So that way Judah can respect her. Yeah. Like, yeah. what does that say to Judah? If I speak unkindly about his yeah. mom, like right. that doesn't like, that doesn't show the love of Christ, <laughs> yeah. you know? Thing, right? Yeah. Well, so like we've, we've talked about this a lot, Eric and I have like in your journey, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure uh, even when you were trying to conceive your own yeah. child, um, like you have these thoughts, these plans, these prayers, and you're like, you know, when we have children one day, it will look like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then enter. Child. And, yeah, yeah. Enter, insert <laughs> child into this. Yeah. And here's Judah. Yeah. Were there things that you weren't prepared for that you thought like, this is what we're going to do. Now you have Judah. Yeah. Here he is. Or things you struggle with now, even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely think that I wasn't um, fully prepared and I still am not fully prepared now. And I'll just continue to learn being a white parent, raising a black child. Mm. um, That has come with things that have, you know, I've become more aware of, um, yeah, just some of the things that are unfairly, uh, operating within this world that, you know, Mm -hmm. Judah will experience different things. Um, that is definitely something that I had started preparing for. Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt like that was like of the Lord to try to help me start my anti-racism journey. Um, so that way I could be more open, uh, to support raising a child of color. Mm -hmm. 
Um, that's definitely, um, one of them that will hopefully be a very lifelong journey. Um, and I think too, with Judah specifically, um, he actually, I think really reminds me of me, um, which is crazy because we do not (laughs) share any, like, we do not share any genes. Mm -hmm. Um, however, like, the way in which um, the way in which he sometimes responds to things right now, currently at this age, is just with really big emotions. And when I was a little girl, I did the exact same thing. I was, and I don't think that my parents knew how to handle me. And um, which, like, I have so much more empathy for my parents now that so I'm you can see parent. how they see it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't think that I was expecting to see so much of myself mm. um, in Judah um, or even in any child. Like, I don't think that that was ever something that I anticipated, regardless of him yeah. being adopted or not. Which is crazy. So like, cool. so like growing up, children, the first thing, even in the womb, they can hear. Like, they have yeah. a sense of hearing. And then, like, they hear your voice for yeah. so long. And, you know, that's always the joke. Like, yeah. whenever the kid has the attitude, it's like, oh, he gets it from. Yeah. It's it's you. It's, yeah. a, it's never. It's, you never take ownership. Yeah. That. Like, that's you. Like, this is, I always tell <laughs> yeah. you, like, oh, you're acting like your mom. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, raising a kid in your own home. Yeah. Even, I mean, though biologically he was not yours. Yeah. He's taken on an identity oh, of yeah. who you are. Yeah. And so, like. I know he's in terrible twos right now. Oh yeah, but. I call I call them tumultuous, tumultuous. you know, because it's We're not all terrible. It. But boy, there's some rough there's some uh, rough moments. Well, do you ever yeah. catch a Do you ever catch a moment where you're like you feel like you're parenting yourself? Yeah, but like, honestly, like one of the things I've been reflecting on, even just through this past week, has been what a gift this is to be able to one have empathy for my parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> And also, too, to be able to, like, parent him in a way that I really needed and missed yeah. out on. And that's what I was going to say, because it almost sounds like you can relate to him. Oh, yes. So you know how to handle those specific yes. situations. Like, yes. when he's having that big emotion, yeah. you know what to give him yes. in that moment. Because that is missed a lot, I yes. think, in parenting. And it's, you know, you yes. can't fault your parents for it. It's just they didn't necessarily know yeah. any different, yeah. you know? Yes. <laughs> and and so it's amazing to learn. And so like, I think that in itself is like so amazing and such a blessing that mm-hmm. it, it, he, you know, has yeah. taken on that same kind of yes. trait as Erica's you. Erica's always big on telling me that like the kids have a right to an opinion mm-hmm. and they have the right to feel a certain yeah. way. Even though as parents, that's like one of the things like raising young kids, yeah. I mean, <laughs> comes with its own unique. Yeah. You cannot make it up. Yeah. It's always yeah. something. Yeah. Um, if you've ever just tried to pick up around your house and it just keeps like you feel like you're following yourself in yes. a circle, like that's kind of how parenting is. Like you feel like you do one thing over here yeah. and something else happens. But like Erica always tells me, like when the kids get mad about something or when I disagree with what they're doing, she's mm-hmm. like, understand they still have an emotion. They yeah. still have an opinion. And that's like hard for me is like, I need to lead them to help them make decisions through those things. Like, yes, you get to feel, yes, you get to decide, but I want to help you learn what's right and what's Mm -hmm. wrong when you make the decision, what the accountability is. So we, we're, we do this thing where at least I do, it's like, we both do, but like, I'll let them choose the outcome essentially. So Mm -hmm. they'll do one thing. I'll be like, don't do it again. They do it again because they always do. Yeah. And I'm like, if you do it one more time, this will happen. So you get to choose. Yeah. 
not do the thing or do the thing and have yeah. the outcome. And I let them decide. And sometimes they like, they're like, all right, I've, I know where I've pushed and I'm done. And then yeah. there's times yeah. where they're just like willingly walk into the unknown. And I'm like, why did you yeah. make yeah. me do this? Because yeah. it's not sometimes like I want it's like to. You just need a nap. Oh, like that's yeah. all this is right and now. Sometimes I need a nap too. <laughs> yes. But yeah. so you call it tumultuous too. <laughs> yeah. Which is a, uh, that's a, yeah, it's a better view I think on it. So are there things, so you, you prayed for them. Yeah. You're, you're, you're trying to navigate what discipleship like looks like yeah. in your home. Did it change once you kind of started finding Judah? Did it yes. change how you discipled him? Yes. Um, I think, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Yes, I think yes. Um, yeah, he specifically, he is a big mimicker. And I know a lot of kiddos are, but he mm-hmm. especially is. And um, so I knew that it would be really important for him to just even see my faith in action. Right. Um, and so like, you know, we go to church and like, it was, Oh my gosh. Oh, the most precious thing. If I had a photo, we could insert it here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't, but uh, I went to church with my parents a couple of weeks ago. And um, the first time that Judah has been in like, adult service for quite some time Mm -hmm. and people in front of us were um, being expressive within their worship. And he just like hand up Mm -hmm. and he's like, he's singing. Like, I mean, (laughs) you know, and it just was like so precious that I'm like, like, I love that he, you know, is curious about those things and then gets to explore them. And so, um, so for me, like living out my life in a way that is, um, being reminded that I have someone who's Someone's watching, watching me yes. and not just doing it because I know he's watching me, but doing it. Um, it's habitual for you. Yes. Yeah. Doing it in the, even in the presence of him, mm-hmm. because I think a lot of times too, um, one of the things I really struggled with initially when he was an infant was how do I fit, how do I fit my spiritual life? What my rhythm that I had mm-hmm. In now that I have a child that is not mm-hmm. on that same rhythm and like <laughs> yeah, same schedule. Yeah. And um, I think one of the things that I've really come to learn is that like it is like it is okay that I don't have 30 minutes of quiet time with the Lord, no interruptions. Like yeah. it is okay if I read the same chapter or same sentence five times <laughs> because I'm being interrupted. Yeah. Because it gives him an opportunity to be able to see me. And it gives me an opportunity Mm -hmm. to continue to return back to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like, in those distractions. Um, And we're back. Yes. (laughs) And we're back. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a big... I see it. So every morning, like, I get my Bible out. It's my time. The house knows, like, Dad's reading his Bible. Got to have my Bible time. Or throws my day off. And I haven't missed a day in years now. But Erica, like we talked with, I, we had a long talk a long time ago, like entering into parenthood. And I was like, because you get busy. Yeah. So it's oh, like yeah. very easy to take care of your kid and be like, oh, shoot, I, I haven't like done my Devo. I haven't like read the Bible. I haven't prayed or just whatever. Like you get behind because you're taking care of a human being. Yeah. And so we've talked even recently about like, so how can I help in the, my family with making sure that not only A, I'm doing it, that my kids are seeing it and doing it, but the did I forget about my wife in the process yeah. who's taking care of these kids for our family? And am I making sure that she's spiritually fed too? Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a big task as a man oh. and mm-hmm. just within your home to make sure is everyone actually in check? 
Mm-hmm. Right. And when the kids see that, it is very healthy. Yeah. Yeah. It's and almost when you brought up not having like that 30 minutes of like quiet time yeah. <laughs> that I can relate. Oh, and, yeah. But it's almost because I think there's I, this expectation of like that we had to still have that. Right. Like children can't be involved in that or like. Right. I, or it I didn't feel as intentional yeah, if you weren't doing it that way. That's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but it's almost like and just like, you know, thinking this as you said that, like it's almost better that we have those interruptions because yeah. our kids are seeing it. Yes. They're seeing us go back and, and showing them the importance yes. of I'm going to, no matter how long this takes, I'm yeah. going to finish this yeah. and I'm going to do this because mm-hmm. this is what matters to yes. me. Yep. And so we talked about, like he was saying recently, like I, um, because I serve on Sundays a lot and then something comes up, yeah. you know, whatever the reason may be, I haven't gotten into actual church yeah. as much as I would like. And it does start to have yeah. an effect, you know? So even if it means I have to take one of the kids in there with me, yeah. like that's okay. And yeah. you know, yeah. and it may not look a certain way like mm-hmm. I expect or want, but it doesn't matter because I'm still showing them like, this is the priority yeah. and yeah. we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to make it work. And that's yeah. how it is with kids. You know, because you, I mean, yeah, you're it's, working with an imperfect schedule. You're working yeah, with yeah. factors that you can't control. And exactly. when kids want to share something with you, by gosh, they're sharing it now. <laughs> yes. And Ren is in the phase right now. It's like, she, she'll keep saying your name or, oh, sh- or she'll go into the other room where she needs you to be. And she'll, <laughs> she'll daddy, oh my come gosh. here. No. And then she doesn't stop and until then, yeah. you yeah. go and to so her. Crew, and then crew now like it's mommy. It's everything is mommy. Yeah. yeah. Even even today he was in the bathtub and I was staring at him. Right there. And he present, stares at me. He looks up and he goes, Mommy. Yeah. And I'm like, Can I help you? <laughs> and I, can I help you? I'm right here. And he, I, I said, You want to get out of the bath? Are you done? He goes, Yeah. And, he goes, and then he just stares at me again and he just goes, Mommy, it's so like there's a need because like you're the nurturer. You're yeah. not that men can't be. Yeah, but like, right. you offer something so unique to your children. Yeah, and you're also trying to figure out how to have time with God. And I think it is important to be truthful with them. Yeah. Like there, though, thirty minutes would be beautiful, and I'm yeah. sure you yeah. would. You both are like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please, do you have that? Yeah. No, so I don't have any of that you with me that. today. We didn't bring that. Yes. But like, you would take that. But yes. it's, is it perfect? Like, is it ideal? Sometimes it's not. Well, and I think that that brings up a really good point. We were, um, our new church, we're part of a small group, and we were literally having this conversation on Saturday about how we oftentimes, like, we, like, give ourselves this out of having, you know, personal time or intentional time with the Lord if it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if you're really sleepy and you feel like you're not really going to get anything out of it, you just yeah. choose not to do it anymore and you sleep in instead. Oh, yeah. I like can't same focus thing enough, if you, if so you yeah. can't focus For enough. Sure. But you would never do that with anything else in your life. Yeah. If you if I went mm-hmm. to go work out here yeah. and I maybe I wanted to run three miles, but instead like I ran a mile and a half and I was done. I would never like be like well, that was pointless. You're at work. That, you're like, man, I just don't really do want to be here today. But why do we do that with our spiritual life? It's yeah, true. do. It's and true. so in that, like the same thing yeah. goes with like, you know, take the time, like show that example to your kiddos, yeah. like whether it's like the best or not, like, if you like the Lord through, will honor that yeah. and yeah. like utilize that for even discipleship with your kiddos. Oh, 
If you haven't read through First Kings with Cocomel in the background, like oh I don't even know if gosh. you're parents. Are you a parent? We will, <laughs> are you a parent? Well, we will never show Cocomel. Oh I've heard my. enough parents like who've gone Wait, before it's us. It's in my head right have now. Have you never? No. How have We're you a Bluey yeah. family. Yeah, everybody Seriously? round of a, <laughs> Wow. Well, Bluey's great, but like I don't I, even yeah, know I've how. Heard good things about Bluey. Crew doesn't even care. Like our kids aren't in Cocomel now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not like their thing. Yeah. But it, it, but we it ends it. up, it's oh, in the algorithm because yeah. crew loves Blippy, which is also oh, terrible. I've heard that as well. We also won't even, so we just won't introduce it. Round of applause again like... for not having Blippy in your life. My <laughs> yeah. goodness. So like we control anyway, what yes. they watch. But again, like with the algorithms, and we've yeah. talked about this before, like there's sometimes things that come up and be like, well, no, we're definitely not yeah. watching this. <laughs> like the other day, they all left the room. Like they were watching their shows together before bed. Uh-huh. We'll put, Rin loves these Bible songs on her iPad. Okay. And she's like, daddy, look what I'm watching. Like just to show me and I love it. And she'll like sing it to herself. Well, then the TV somehow got on this loop and I don't even know the name of the show. It's with that Morphe. Mor- oh Morple? yeah, it's a new one. I don't Morple know. So, but listen, something. I was doing, I was tiling our backsplash in our uh-huh. kitchen for hours and the same show is on and I'm not kidding they say that guy's name every other word oh Morple okay Morple oh so as I'm tiling I'm in like my in head and I'm like dreams. it's driving me nuts <laughs> and I'm like I'm like I'm not going crazy I'm not going but that's like the reality is like yeah. there's like there's a time for interruption yeah but there's a time to also teach within the interruptions so like when your kid comes up to you and they need something they need something yeah. Kids yeah. don't understand yeah. what your devotional time means. Yeah. But like by you showing them the persistence of like, just because you've distracted me, I'm going to continue on. Yeah. You do. They model like they're yeah. sponges. Yeah. They're going to do, like you said, Judah yeah. picked up on traits of you, even though yeah. biologically, like they yeah. pick up on the things that you do, the things you say. And yeah. so teaching them that devotional life and how to really you're teaching them like this resilience of like, even though you might have that. Mm-hmm. That break, don't let your spiritual life waver yeah. for that. And even if you only got mm-hmm. part of a chapter in a chapter, I don't, <laughs> yeah. like whatever you get in, if you got some scripture in today, yeah. good for it's you. It's so good. Like, yeah. That's honestly, all or nothing. Like yeah, you said though, Michelle, it's yeah. so much better than just being like, you know what, yeah, these I, kids need me right now. Yeah. And I can't, I'll just do this later and you keep putting off yeah. and you keep putting off. And and that's what I think like as parents, you get to that place. Yeah. So, yeah. so easy. Yep. Yeah. It happens all the and, time. Yeah. Because it's just, it's not that it's like, busy but it becomes busy it's yeah. not like there's like a lot happening it's just there is a lot <laughs> yes. happening it's not like there it's, isn't not, is it all the same yeah. time it's, weird, it's like what did i do today <laughs> yeah and so like yeah prioritizing your faith to show mm-hmm. your kids because that's what they that's what they're going to yeah. model and you know you mentioned how how judah would like worship um yeah. with your family and like so i'll never forget ren at a young age mm-hmm. I, I think i maybe i told you this years ago like uh-huh. ren and another in the fire oh yeah her favorite song mm-hmm. yeah like when we have a video of her like maybe a year and a half. And she was yeah. standing in the living room with that little tiny baby voice, you know, like yeah. the voice. And she's like, another and a five. Oh, and her hand goes goodness. up. Yeah. And, like, and so like, she's always been like that. Yeah. She loves even just going in and listening to like worship with the church. Like mm-hmm. she loved that. And we raised both of our kids to like be in service, like listen to the worship music, yeah. be okay with that. It's playing in the car. It's playing in the house. Yeah. Um, but our niece, Hallie, right now what they do with her is they go, praise Jesus. And she like raises her hand <laughs> oh up. Oh, my gosh. And she, so she's cute. not even she's, one yet. And yeah. it's, the, it's the most adorable thing to watch because it's a small but meaningful yeah. behavior and behave like a practice. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just think it's it's cute watching them grow up that way. But like yeah. there's people like, you know. You have teenage kids. It's it's hard to do, but I think yeah. that that for anyone, not just young kids, anyone who's trying to disciple someone, yeah, to to remember that to like 
don't let your spiritual life waver and definitely don't let theirs. Yeah. And set the example for how can you have resilience yeah. through through the day-to-day hustle, yeah. which yeah. I guess kind of ties into this a little bit. So now we're on the phases of Judah's two years old. This is where we're at in life. This yeah. is what discipleship is like. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you? Like, just tell us about what it's like discipling him now because you're not just discipling two-year-old Judah. You're growing a man yeah. to change the world. Yeah. So what is that? Like, have you felt burdened by that? Have you? Well, I mean, Duda will always be a little boy, so. (laughs) Always. Always. That target age you reflect back on. Yeah. Like, I remember when you were. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. I often think about, and honestly, because of some of the, like, in-depth work that I've done, um, trying to learn and educate myself more about adoption and listening to adult adoptees. I've been able to, um, understand like the importance of understanding that Judah will one day be an adult Mm -hmm. and will have the vocabulary and ability to be able to ask hard questions. And all that to say, I've had a, a lot of time to be able to, you know, process and think about what does that look like? And mm-hmm. I feel like right now, the thing that I'm really focusing on is, um, just being like a safe person for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in those days where he has a really hard time, um, I told Josh, like, I have, I have memories of feeling as though like, those were too much for my parents. Like mm-hmm. I was too mm-hmm. much for my parents and I was in some time, like, I mean, uh, they didn't have the emotional intelligence, I think, to be able to mm-hmm. deal with all of my emotions. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, I want to be able to do that for Judah. And so like those days that he has really hard, big emotions and it's really challenging. I rock him to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I have that, like, we end the day connecting with one another because I I want him to know that like, regardless, like I will always love him. I will Mm. always like you are safe here, Mm -hmm. even with your big emotions, Mm -hmm. even when you do things that, you know, cause sometimes like he honestly, well, it's so sad. Like sometimes when he can't control his anger, he will get very embarrassed very quickly. Like he feels bad because he knows that he shouldn't have responded in the way he does. Mm. And so like, I always ask him, like, in those moments, like, do you need a hug or do you want space? Aww. Like, what do you need right now? Like, how can I try to get you? to his level? Space. <laughs> <laughs> no, it used to always be hug, and now it's becoming more space. Growing up. But it's fine. Like, I get it, you know. Um, but he is a very physical child. Like, that's something I know physical that he, touches physical touch is yeah. huge for him. him. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, so I know that I want to end days like that, like the hard days, yeah. both for him and me, because, like, physical touch is my love language, too. Like, <laughs> I need like we both need this and that has been really helpful for us Mm -hmm. to then start the new day yeah in a better place and that's showing him how to cope you know like teaching him like it's okay that you feel this way this can help you or you know and and also teaching him how to like tell you what he needs yes because I think sometimes that is also something that is neglected yeah um but the the thing that I love is that you're like Telling him, like, even though you feel this way, like, I'm here for you and I love you. Yes, which and is that's what the like Lord Jesus does, too. Exactly. Like, which like, is what, I, like, I really so want to make sure. that is another way that you're teaching yeah. him, you know, about Jesus yes. within that, yeah. you know? And that's, like, we talked about this before. This idea of discipling, whatever 
age of person you're discipling, it is not to be overthought or overcomplicated. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just how much Bible knowledge do I have? Though it's yes. great. Yes. yes. Learn, study, like seek. Right. But like the way you live and conduct yourself as a believer Your actions, is yeah. sometimes how other people are going to see Christ. Oh yeah. And so you're modeling that yeah. through the, the day-to-day emotions mm-hmm. and that gets overseen because it's like, that's just like something everybody has. We mm-hmm. all deal with it, you know, get over it. Yeah. We got to move on. So then we can focus on discipleship. It's like the whole process is about. Yeah, yes. whole thing. It's not about getting to the place where you're sitting down at night. Like there's great practices. People have shared with us like mm-hmm. Lance and Mary Clark. They did couch time. They did uh, candlelight time. They, all these cool stories they've shared with us. Right. <gasps> awesome practices that like, I think are valuable to the family. Mm-hmm. And I think people should not miss out on, if you can have that opportunity, you need mm-hmm. to take it. Yeah. But don't forget, like, it's not just about the hustle and bustle of getting to yeah. those moments. It's about the in-between everything. Yeah. yeah. Or even to, um, because I think this is probably something that I've learned as well over time of like, it's not necessarily about, cause I'm just such a like structure person. Mm-hmm. Like I think an organization like mindset. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, prior to having, um, becoming a parent, it was like, well, um, you know, this is what, like how we will implement, you know, faith within our life, like yeah. structurally, organizationally. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm a parent, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like it is <laughs> that just, fit. that doesn't yeah. fit. And also like, this is so much more impactful. If I just live my life mm-hmm. in yes. such a way that is mm-hmm. like reflecting Christ mm-hmm. and, um, is, yeah. Even like, I think one of the things too, one, um, something that my friends and I have talked about a lot is that I don't think we, any of us remember, I'm sure that there were times, but we don't remember our parents ever apologizing to us. Like when they got in emotional places. I don't even know why I thought about it. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And, and so for me, like if I am unable to regulate my emotions, when my two year old is being completely irrational, like I need to apologize to him. Like, he is a child of God. Erica's over there and thinking about me right now. I need to be able to like, <laughs> to no, I just, <laughs> no, and I need to be able to also yeah. like, I need to, like, it is important for me, for Judah to see like all of those characteristics that like, yeah. that Humbling I, Humbling yourself. Yes. Apologizing. Yes, forgiving. I, I'm yep. not above reproach. Like yes. I, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Like yeah, I, I just want to, I want to be human to him. Yeah. Well, like I, I forget who told us this, but like some advice we've been given that I've like taking heed to was that like, as, as a kid, you look at as a parent as like a, that person's got it figured out. They know what to do. Oh, yeah. They know how to react and to respond. So this must be the appropriate response yeah. and reaction. A kid just kind of falls in line, whether they mm-hmm. agree or disagree. Yeah. And then you get older and you're parenting and you're like, I have no idea how to parent you right now. <laughs> I have no idea how to react to this. Am I happy, Matt? Oh, Am I laughing yes. right now? Are we are we on the same page? Yes. And then take make sure your spouse is on the same page with you. Like, are you mad at them now? No? Okay, because I think yeah. this is hilarious. So like, <laughs> but then to know, like, like, is our reaction? Erica's put me in check before. Yeah. Because there's times where, like, I'm a yeller. Yeah. Like, I'm a, that's how I grew yeah. up. I yell to to distract and to get their attention. Yes. Erica is like, Mm-mm. yeah, nope, go in yeah. there and talk to them face to face. Go look at him and tell him what he did wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather just scare him so he doesn't do it again. Yeah. And, and, but Which she's is, like, I feel like it's an easier way of yeah. parenting oh, yeah. some ways because it's our natural response. It's so like, easy. It's what do what I, I want to try to rationalize to my, you know, two year old, <laughs> yeah. why he can or cannot do mm-hmm. something that's like, 
completely which, unsafe. Which you won't or, understand anyways, yeah, likely. Like, no, yeah. but <laughs> also like it would be much easier for me to, you know, raise my voice. And I do at times. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. what I do, do, I apologize yep, afterwards. That's what I was going to say. That's yeah. what and it is gives the most him important even, piece. It once again, even like gives mm-hmm. him that opportunity to see that, like to give him that example of like, when we do something that we're embarrassed of mm-hmm. or we shouldn't have done and we realize it afterwards, like we can come back, right? Yeah. we can apologize and we're still loved and yeah. accepted. Well, that's and, even, so like as parents, like, so we had a disagreement the other day and mm-hmm. the kids started getting, you know, like, and maybe you've had this with Judah, I don't know, but like Eric and I were in a disagreement. She's got big eyes right oh, now. Oh, because don't downplay this. No, no. <laughs> don't downplay Big disagreement. Happened. And we've always said those conversations can be, you know, moved. We also kind of got into this like topic of, Maybe this conversation they need to hear because there's we're really close to a resolve. Yeah. And so we were like, mm. I was really uncomfortable because I was like, I'm hesitant to have this conversation in front of them. Well, they started getting louder and louder. Mommy, mommy. And like pulling on her. Oh. Which is like, I see it in her and I'm like, I got to be very careful like how I proceed. Mm-hmm. But like they're trying to interrupt, but we're trying to show them resolve. Yeah. Yeah. And so like it like I had to be very mindful of what, how I spoke with her because I need them to see, like, it's okay to disagree with someone and talk through this. Yeah, yeah. The way you, the the tone matters. Yeah. Your, your body language matters. Your words your matter. Words. Right. And it was important for us in that moment to be like, your mommy and daddy are disagreeing right now. You guys need to let mommy and daddy figure this out and watch us figure this out. Mm-hmm. But then the, obviously there's times. Like, there's times where, like, we are not going yeah. down that road in front of them. Yes. yes. But this one we actually felt, and we've never had this before, where we actually felt like this is something we want them it to learn It was important from. for them to be able to see. And, 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 but it and, had to do with our emotional investment as parents for yeah. them to yeah. see, like, because that's, I think, why they got louder and more, like, involved was because not only were they not getting attention. Yeah. But they saw that our emotions were invested, and that's not something that you see from mom and dad. Yeah. You only see mom and dad are angry or mom and dad are content with you. Yeah. I think for the most part. Yeah. So when they see mom and dad having emotions at one another, vice just the kids, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good because it kind of shows them, like you were saying when you started, you know, this is that we are human. Like we're not, like they see us as just a a parent and like we have it all figured out. Mm -hmm. But like that shows them like, you know, like, we don't, and we're trying to work through yeah. something right now, too. Yeah. And, you know, it just gives them op- the opportunity to see, yeah. like, you know, yeah. it's okay to not have it all and yeah. figure it out. And, you know, to, I don't that's know, That's like when I was that. an instructor in the military, the one thing I would tell kids is you would get evaluated on so many different things. Mm-hmm. And they would always say, like, you have to have all these things memorized verbatim. And yeah. it was things that didn't even matter, though, like. What does mm-hmm. it matter how fast this engine is spinning above me right now? Because I can't do anything to change it. <laughs> yeah. We're either crashing or it's, it's going to be fine. the reality. Yeah. And yeah. so they were like worried about those details. <laughs> and I would always tell the guys, I was like, I care about how you apply yeah. your training to scenarios. And I said, all I care about as far as the engine, sure, if you memorize it, it's not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. I would rather you just know where to reference it. Yeah. And I would teach them kind of like this idea of like, you don't have to know all the things and be okay with knowing like you don't know all the things, yeah. but I at least know where to start looking. Right. And if you're need, if you need to seek the information, seek the information. The yeah. Parenting, it's the same thing. It's like, I want my kids to know, like I do not have it together. Yeah. And I want my kids to know, like they've seen healthy conversations, yeah. you know, good and bad. Like, but I think that's one thing that the generation that we are raising right now may see that's different in the future mm-hmm. is that like, even people that have that are my parents' age and older have said this about their generations. It's yeah. like, well, exactly what you said. Like, we are parents, you were children. 
And some agree, like, we've done a disservice mm-hmm. by teaching you, because I'm a parent, do as I say. Yeah. There's yeah. a time and a place for that. Yeah. But now we're challenging kids to think, yeah. to develop, and to grow in different ways that are, like, allowing them to be a human. Yeah. Rather than just a kid. Yeah. Right. And so you're going to make a man a man by letting him sort yeah. his emotions out now rather than when he's 18. Yeah. On his own and having to try all these things for yeah. the first time. I don't mean to bring up being true to be an 18. So no, I, I mean, no. <laughs> but truly, too. Mom, and I I'm think hungry. especially, um, <laughs> you know, the suicide rate among adoptees is oh. four times higher. And, wow. like, that's not something that I'm going to mess around with at yeah. all. No. And so we're going to talk emotions and, you talk know. Talk it out now where it's healthy yes. and you can yeah. Where it we can talk about it. And it's just it's just normal. Yeah. It's just normal. Right. Um, and I want him to be able to ask hard things. Mm-hmm. I want him to be able to respond, you know, in a way that he feels like he needs to and he can still be safe and yeah. accepted and because I care about his life yeah. and <laughs> more well, than anything. Well, look at like even people like <clears throat> maybe someone who's listening isn't like, well, I just don't really know the Bible. I don't know discipleship. I'm not that great of a parent. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to work through these things. Yeah. If you think about, we say discipleship, again, it does not mean this house is in perfect order. Oh, We're yeah. all sorting through things ourselves. But think about like a sports team. Yeah. If they didn't have practice mm-hmm. as a team, when they went to the game, yeah. they would be terrible. Yeah. But like they have to be okay with like working on the things they're not great at as a team together. Yeah. So like at right. home, you have to be able to work on things together yeah. in your home. And what better place than in your home to yeah. sort through some of those things you're struggling through. Yeah. And to yeah. be real with it so that you can be better. Because yeah. there's going to be a time where your faith is tested. There's going to be a, a challenge that's going to come up in our lives, whether yeah. we like it or not. Yeah. And so have we prepared our home for the response that they should have when we send them out? Yeah. And that's, I think, something that we don't really place emphasis on enough. Mm. Right. It's like, this is not a perfect show. Like, yeah. we're trying. We have a perfect savior. And that's about it. Yeah. That's who we follow. <laughs> yeah. And we're all that's why hot we need mess him. in the process yeah. trying to figure it out. But, yeah. And I know one thing you said, Nichelle, though, is that to encourage parents like who are maybe trying to learn more though through this process, you had a resource that you said you kind of wanted to yeah, share. Yeah, one of the things that um I just purchased and I haven't implemented at all. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that when we do implement it, it's not going to be this like super structured thing. Mm-hmm. Like, do not hear that. Um mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Jenny Allen has a resource resource called Theology, Um, and it's essentially theology for babies, <laughs> um, teaching like good foundational principles at a very young age. Cause for me, um, that was something that I feel like I was raised in the church, but I did not know a lot of foundational mm. theology. Yeah. And so as I got older and all of these like hard questions came my way, like I was like, Ooh, How do I answer this? Yeah. yeah. Like it just really rocked my faith because I didn't have. That and I also didn't feel like I could be curious with my questions either. Mm. And so, mm. um, so yeah, so I am really excited to be able to dig more into that resource. And so, if you have younger kiddos, yeah. I would definitely recommend um, looking into that as a way of just like teaching those foundational principles, those foundational um, parts of our faith, um, and why we believe what we believe, and just yeah. kind of instilling that in Judah at such a young yeah. age is going to no, be. No, I love that. Person. Like I've I got dogged on because I, I did the catechism, the Westminster Westminster oh, Catechism uh-huh. of Faith with <laughs> Ren. They have a kids version. Oh, and nice. We would sit down mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Ren's just smart and she would actually like recite like you know uh, uh just 
trying to think of a question like how many persons is God? Right. Like, yeah. He's three persons in one being. And so who are they? <laughs> the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And she, I mean, she was like, she was freshly just turned three, and we're going through this, and it's like, I know it's like, not like my daughter's a, a whiz and she knows all these things, but like. Why not teach it foundationally yeah. now? Yeah, because then you can like, never we start wait until yeah. we wait until kids are grown to like talk about theology yeah. and to create like well let them learn now. Yes, and then that way we can develop them onto something more later. Yeah, so and I it does something. Huge. It's just, I mean it's just very simplified in yes, an yes. age that is you know that they can comprehend yeah. and understand, and it's just speaking truth over their lives. And does yes. that have different books within it that are for kids as well? You said so. It it's like comes in a like set oh, cool. of like. Oh gosh, five or six different books that okay. focus okay. on different, I think, attributes and such. I like that. So yeah, it's yeah. Real so we'll we'll link awesome. that uh, yep. it, in the description or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, if you're watching or if you're listening to this, but Nichelle, thanks so much for yes. being here Thank with us you. today. It's been awesome. It's good to be back. Yeah. Thanks guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next. week. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on today's episode with Nichelle. For more information and resources, please visit our Life Church Huntington app. You'll go to resources, finding the family, and then all additional information will be under that tab. We look forward to seeing you guys next week.